0: Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come
1: on, come on, come on, I'll tell me what's on your
2: bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, okay, it's a beautiful
0: Look out! Heather's coming at you with another batch of travel trends to keep an eye on in 2020. Hope you like the color green. As always, we have the week's travel news, and Jess takes us to a Japanese spa perfect for foodies. Shine up your crystal ball and pet the nearest Quokka. It's time to hit the road with the Gold Key Adventurer Society. Welcome back to Action News Team Center K23, your one-stop source for the latest in breaking news around the world and around the corner. Stick around until the top of the hour to find out how a Florida man makes good for once by rescuing a grandma floating out to sea on an ice throne while on vacation in Iceland. But first, it's time for this week's travel news, brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Let's head over to the theme park's desk for our first story. Jess, what's going on in the world of themed entertainment this week?
1: All right. Well, um, first up, we've got a new photo experience that's opening up at uh, Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. Uh, It's called the Capture Your Moment uh, photo experience. And so basically it's going to let you book time with a Disney Photo Pass photographer um, for a personalized photo session uh, during regular park hours at Magic Kingdom. Um, they're basically selling it as a way to capture celebrations and milestones, like baby announcements, proposals, which I'm sure is going to be the, the top thing it's used for. The
3: main thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, and family reunions, things like that. Um, it's pretty cool, actually. Uh, you can so you basically you're going to meet with a photographer and you get 20 minutes um, and you can pick from a, a selection of locations and all of the locations have the castle in the background because that's got to be what everybody gets of course of course um and so it's 50 dollars per 20 minute session um you can actually book two sessions back to back um and that'll give you two separate locations and um it's the that's all you get though for the 50 you're not getting any prints or digital downloads of the photos that are taken um but if you have memory maker or you're an annual pass holder you do get the digital downloads
3: you still need to buy yeah. Memory maker. If you do exactly. not already have it, aha. The
0: mouse gets paid. That's my question why it's is, a bargain. <laughs> my question is: I could have sworn that you could already book a photo pass photographer. So is this just kind of a repackaging? Well, I think you can book.
3: It? You can book Disney Fine Art Photography.
0: Oh, okay. That's. But I don't
3: ones, know if yeah. they've ever had a photo. The, the, specifically, the Photopass folks bookable. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I didn't realize there was a difference.
3: Fine art photography is not. 50
0: bucks (laughs) (laughs) it's more like the wedding photographers (laughs) okay it's a little bit pricier
3: (laughs) but they that is really the only way you can do a professional photo shoot of that quality in the parks you can't bring in your own professional photographer for senior portraits or wedding pictures or anything like that into the parks you have to go through disney fine art photography for that
1: this looks like a nice uh a more affordable option at least
3: yeah definitely that's not too bad
1: So if you show up in a wedding dress, are they going to be like, "Nope, we got to switch it over to the to the wedding pricing? (laughs) I'm
3: not sure they let I mean, outside of, I you know, that's a really good question, though. I don't know, because I've seen, you know, I've seen women walking around in in ball gowns and and things like that. But you can't I I think they might turn you away because you can't you can't just show up and. That you know have a flash mob style wedding, you gotta right.
2: you know, have to book that and pay for that. Uh,
3: but we, uh, Jeff and I, do have a friend who they were going to dinner at Victoria and Albert's later in the night, and she was so she was wearing this vintage wedding gown for their Victoria and Albert's dinner, and they went and walked around in Epcot, and she had no problems. Hmm. So, I don't know.
2: As long I as, long as learned, you don't look too much like a
3: princess, I guess. It, you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. If
2: you look too much like
3: a princess or like you're trying to have a wedding on the sly, you may get turned away. <laughs> yeah.
1: I just want this at Hollywood Studios. Like, do that at Galaxy's Edge. That would be great.
3: Yes. Oh, that's, oh, yeah. that's a great idea. Good photos with the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, because those there are hard to get. Yeah. People are all There's always a mess of people right in the good photo spot. We did see a flash mob of some kind of local... Star Wars enthusiast society in front of the Millennium Falcon once they all had their lightsabers. And it was just a sea of like 200 people oh, with wow. their lightsabers <laughs> lit up.
0: Oh, so many That's nerds pretty good. in one yeah. place. <laughs> Those are my people. Yeah. They,
2: needed,
3: they, could, they could use that service for that kind of event.
0: Absolutely. All right, Heather, what you got from uh, the travel news front?
3: Well, LAX, the airport in Los Angeles, is looking for 500 people to act like bad customers (laughs) in order to test out their new concourse. So if you have ever wanted to be an impossible passenger or have a meltdown at the airport, now is the time for you to do this. So they're looking for 500 people that they want to pretend to need extra assistance Be sick or just act difficult to test out their new midfield satellite concourse set to open later this summer. And it's going to be kind of a a full uh, operational readiness drill that they're doing. Uh, The concourse, it looks beautiful. The photos I've seen, it's a 750,000 square foot concourse that will be accessed by an underground terminal. It'll have 12 to 15 gates and they're asking if you want to participate. They have a survey on their website that you can fill out. And if you get picked, you really need to be in the Los Angeles area for this because they're only going to email these people the day before the test. <laughs> and the drills set to t- to open about or the drill is set to take place about 6 weeks before it opens. So it's, it's, it sounds kind of fun.
0: <laughs> it seems to me, though, that all they really need to do is go out into one of the already operating concourses and throw a dodgeball. And <laughs> yes. anybody that it hits, they pull on over for the test case yes. because I mean that I, sounds like your typical airport customer. It really does.
2: I was,
1: <laughs> was going to say if they are looking for people to be difficult, I could volunteer my mother-in-law quite easily uh, perfect yeah you know, it's a good thing she doesn't
0: or,
3: to or my son
1: on a bad day you know
3: just <laughs> all of our families yeah <laughs> let them loose
1: also i i don't know how excited i'd be about riding in an underground uh tram in la
3: mm, just, that's a fair point
1: yeah, yeah they do have know. a
3: subway in la and it's always terrified me
1: yeah, it just—I never yeah, want to be down there when it, you know, that's that's when you find when out the, that it's when the fault not a good
0: place. When The fault. Goes. My wife likes the movie Volcano way too much. I've seen it way too many times. <laughs> I know what happens in the tunnels underneath uh, so Californian will, cities. You will never
3: be <laughs> riding that train.
0: No, not a chance. Fault. Jess, what you got?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, sort of uh, off the theme parks, but onto the cruise ships. Uh, Disney Cruise Line just unveiled. Uh, plans for their new Lighthouse Point Island, including a Lighthouse Point website. Um, I at, saw that.
2: It looks yeah. beautiful.
1: So it's lighthousepointbahamas.com. And so on the site, they've got concept art, a map, um, basically a lot of interviews with uh, Joe Rody, other Imagineers that have been working on it. The design's supposed to be inspired by the natural environment, and it's supposed to celebrate the culture and spirit of the Bahamas. And if Joe Rohde is leading it, you know, it's going to be absolutely amazing.
3: Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So everything he does is aesthetically pleasing. I'm highly looking forward to that.
3: I'm a fan. Uh,
1: yeah. And uh, so they've got an estimated completion date of 2022 to 2023. So we will see how long it takes That's them to play. it together.
3: about when the first of the new ships is coming online. I believe. Hmm.
1: I think we're going like to see they I, that way. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to see these ships right? have special new itineraries that include that.
3: So, that yeah, yes. book a trip on the new ship and see the new island.
0: I love it. You know who can help you out with booking those trips? <gasps> I think they are friendly travel agents, a key to the world travel. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Weird guys, I'm so proud of you. We made it through an entire Joe Rody centric story, and not a single person ma- mentioned earrings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. His ear that makes is me uncomfortable. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing.
1: <laughs> so is it that he gets like a new piece every time he like goes on a trip, or what is? Because it yeah, seems it if you look through the yeah, it has something to do years, with
3: the places that he travels. Yes, I'd like it's him like to a total deal. Like, yeah. <laughs> just
1: sit,
0: sit down, Joe. Your ear's getting really disturbing. <laughs> yeah, it's not so much the earrings that are the problem as much as that, that gnarly old lobe.
2: Yes, <laughs> take I don't it, know take how much longer it's going to
3: be able to stretch. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Oh, well, hmm. I never thought that I would read about a yoga retreat and think, this is for me. I really want to do this. Until I found this headline, get fit while also getting drunk at this drunk (laughs) yoga retreat in Mexico.
0: Okay. What's not to love? Right?
3: (laughs) They say if you want to get healthy in the new year, but aren't quite ready for intense hot yoga at 8am, you're in luck. A special retreat in Mexico lets you focus your mind and body through yoga, but also cocktails.
0: <laughs> uh, Both of rich- the major food groups. Right. <laughs> yoga.
3: It's it's actually a it's a whole it's a whole movement called drunk yoga. <laughs> I can't get over this. It looks so hilarious. I don't have good balance
1: when I'm sober.
3: Right? <laughs> like, that's so... But maybe if you've loosened up, it'll, <laughs> I don't know, make the yoga easier. It says this drunk yoga will allow guests to focus on their mental and physical health while also imbibing on delicious drinks. This might be the ultimate getaway for millennial travelers. That is in the article. That was not me. <laughs> <laughs> It's happening at the Haven Riviera Cancun in Mexico, and the retreat includes airfare, hotel accommodations, yoga classes with cocktails from a curated menu during the yoga classes, Uh, but also a sober sunrise yoga, which hopefully is optional if you've been getting drunk.
0: That's a (laughs) painful (laughs) yoga. The rest
3: (laughs) of the yoga.
0: Uh, This sounds to me – oh, sorry. uh,
3: It's – they're – $8.99 Eight ninety nine per person, and right now the first two they're trying are February twentieth and February twenty third. So you still have a chance to get in, in on this.
1: So there's a bartender like right there, right as you're doing yoga. Yes. So you, it like seems as like you're like it. all pretzeled up, you can just reach out and grab a margarita. <laughs> yeah, it says presumably
0: you know, they're all served in sippy cups. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> because it's going to yeah. get sticky. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. They just give me well, a camelback?
2: Yeah. <laughs> you yes. Go.
0: This seems like the perfect venue where they probably also offer uh, the other new uh, millennial health craze, oh, uh, perineum Sunning. Yes.
3: Buckhole <laughs> <Uh-oh>, tanning. Wow. <laughs> wow. And after your drunk yoga class will be much more interested in trying out that new trend exactly
0: there's (laughs) a relaxed
1: there's a a reason they they call that where the sun don't shine (laughs) it's
2: not supposed to just
0: leave it in the dark folks (laughs) (laughs) i live in michigan where am i going to find the sun
3: we haven't had sun in a month
0: yeah literally (laughs) yeah
3: it's not even an exaggeration
0: (laughs) it was like something like 13 percent of the available daylight hours actually had sunshine in the month of january yep that's gross Yeah, it's bleak.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No butthole sunning here in West Michigan. Sorry, folks.
0: (laughs) There's also no butthole sunning in Jess's next weird theme park for
2: us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, So how would you guys like to go to a a spa that is uh, well known for certain relaxing spa baths, like uh, one filled with red wine? Oh, or tell us more. coffee, or
3: a coffee bath,
1: ramen noodles. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so the—is this uh, a weird Japanese thing? <laughs> it, it, it exactly is. Um, it, this I knew is the it. Unison Theme Park and Spa Resort in the in Japan's Hakone Prefecture. Um, it has traditional bathhouses and hot springs, as well as some sort of minor theme park attractions like slides and kids' rides and stuff. Um, but then they also have drink themed attractions like a green tea spa where you can basically get in a giant bath full of green tea and full of other people also.
2: What? Um, and <laughs> it's a communal soak, soak green up tea the green soak? tea.
1: There is, yep. There's also a red wine spa and, like I said, a sake spa and sake. A, a coffee spa, which. The photographs of that one kind of threw me off because it's just you're floating in hot brown water. And that just it just doesn't look right. And then it didn't help that they also have a standard pool that just has little poop emoji floaties in it. And it's just full of poop emoji floaties for fun. You know, because it's
3: weird. The Japanese are. I just love it.
1: (laughs) But the the ramen noodle spa is filled with pepper water like it's filled with actual like broth and and
0: yeah so it's, it's it's literally people soup <laughs> yeah it is it is
2: oh. real
1: people soup and uh yeah and everyone has like oversized drink containers that are associated with it like giant uh you know wine bottle pouring into the wine bath and then there's giant fake noodles over the ramen bath and yeah ramen so,
0: bath. um are there like per, supposed to be specific health benefits for each of these different uh, baths? I, I don't think
1: so. Right. It looks like it's just all theme park kind it's, of related. It's just entertainment, a gag. yeah.
3: Are there noodles in the ramen noodle bath, or is it just broth?
1: Not not real ramen noodles. You have to bring your own, I guess. Or I don't know. They
0: probably have a sign that says you can't bring your own. <laughs> Empty but.
3: a packet of them into the bath.
0: Ew. Oh, see, I'm suspicious now, though. Is is it really Is it really these edible liquids, or are they just uh, putting dye in the water?
1: They say it is. And, and there's photographs of people in the wine spa, and there's a, an employee with a giant wine bottle, and he's just <laughs> spraying them with it. And they're all, like, hands in the air, like, yay! So like, weird. Get us with the wine. It's, I can't wait to go to Japan. It's, it's like, right. top of my list of next, you know, where I'm going to get to out of the States. I and,
3: can't oh. see Climbing in a bath full of peppery water, though, isn't that no. going to have pepper in
1: repercussions? You don't yes,
3: want pepper? <laughs> that's yeah. Ew. I, yeah. It's
0: not going to smell good afterwards. It all sounds Ugh. like. It. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's going to be no. a little burny.
3: This is burning. So,
0: yeah. Um, my, the other important question is, do they have some kind of fun mascot for the park? And what does that look like? Oh, yeah, no, I, really? I didn't
1: see any in the, in any of the photographs. There was no mention of characters or photographs. I think people, <sighs> yeah, I think it's that, that, that they've, shame. they've had the spa sort of going for a while and that these were added on in, in recent years as to. they, up, The Japanese
3: do really love a mascot. Yeah. They're, they have some That's weird true. mascots just everywhere.
1: Cities have mascots. C- yeah. Yes.
3: Like- I first saw that I love to watch uh last week tonight with John Oliver.
1: Oh right, yeah.
3: And he, he did a segment about uh one of the town's mascots kind of went rogue and was like beating people up. Oh, no. And so they made a, a giant John Oliver mascot and sent that mascot to Japan <laughs> to calm down the other one. I like, I think that, I think the one that went rogue was an otter, some kind of otter. Yeah, I, I think know. it, it was. was. It was a crazy story. Just so typically Japanese <laughs> Just wild.
0: I just off the top of my head decided that we're going to have our first ever listener contest. And I want to challenge our (laughs) listeners to design a mascot for this park. Oh, no. Submit it it on the Facebook page. Please do that. Uh, I don't know if there's any prize involved other than it'll make me laugh and smile. pat on the back. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. And nobody can steal my idea of like a butt that's
1: on fire because of the pepper water.
0: Like, like a little you smiling need, butt on you fire. Should, you
3: should sketch that up and submit it to us.
1: <laughs> I'll be put on a list if and I sketch that there's this t-shirt. <laughs> he needs
2: a, yeah, he needs a fun name too. <laughs> Ooh. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to
3: provide that name.
0: Heather, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you have another travel story for us?
3: I do. Belize is giving away a free trip to Belize for you and a coworker.
0: Not a friend? <laughs> well,
3: <laughs> I gotta bring a co-worker? Well, the way that it works is that you would win a trip for yourself and one other person, and then you nominate a coworker that you think needs some vacation time, and then they get to bring a friend. So they mm-hmm. say that uh, Americans feel so guilty about time away from work that the Belize Tourism Board... Came up with this contest to try to get Americans to take their vacation time. <laughs> There's the Belize Tourism Board is celebrating paid time off by giving away three five day trips for two people, and the winners of those three trips can nominate a coworker to also receive the same trip.
2: <laughs>
3: Pretty interesting. It's an all expenses paid five day trip to Belize and to enter for the free trip you have until February 18th to submit your entry at (laughs) BelizeGuiltTrip.com and tell them why you feel guilty taking a vacation and why you deserve a trip. And then they need you to nominate a coworker who could also use some time off. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And Belize is beautiful. So it'd be a great place to go. Have a
0: free trip. The only thing I know about Belize is it sticks in every time I hear the name of the country, I, I think of the theme song from Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> <laughs> I miss Rocapella. Yes. I'm sure they're playing a chili cook off
1: somewhere or something like
0: that. Just... I hope so. Rocopella. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, Rocapella.
3: <laughs> Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Isn't there a new Carmen San Diego? Eh, yeah, it's uh, a
1: cartoon,
0: cart- it's not a game it's show. It's
3: a cartoon, and she's older, and... Yeah,
1: and she's, Wait, like, the good it? guy. I was watching, yeah. my son was watching it, and I walked in and, and watched it for, like, five minutes,
0: and I was like, that's not my car in San Diego, get off my lawn. <laughs> I
3: watched an episode, and it was kind of bizarre. Yeah,
0: yeah it's yeah. weird. I haven't, I, I just pretend it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> good plan. But actually, I think that the chief in it is actually voiced by the chief from the old show, so... Uh, who else who else could do that voice yeah good point (laughs) iconic all right well i think we've hit just about the end of our travel news which means it's time for some wacky hotels wacky we need like a theme song for that (laughs) i know i know one of these days let's uh i'm going to talk about the star wars one first do it yeah and then heather's got one for us too but so uh from travel and leisure, this Star Wars Airbnb just outside of Orlando is perfect for fans traveling to the Galaxy's Edge. Um I don't know what to say about it other than it is a nine-bedroom, five-bathroom giant house. Uh 15 minutes away from the theme parks, and it is it is Star Wars out. The hallways look like uh like the hallways of the Millennium Falcon. Uh you can sleep in at least one of the beds kind of looks like the like the cockpit it looks like arm that, the, off the, of the side. Yeah, the gun of turret the falcon. The
3: falcon right?
0: Yeah. It's the uh, cockpit
3: or the gun turret or something.
0: Yeah, the cockpit, and there's like flight controls inside the bed, and there's nice. another room with bunks <laughs> that look like they're from like a imperial jail or something. Does it
3: come with Tauntaun sleeping bags?
0: Um
3: have you, you those? cut them
0: open <laughs> yourself? <laughs> I have seen those. No, there, but it does have the hoth room there is, a hoth is room, the yeah. ice cave, and the bed is like uh, like in a pile of snow with the entrance to the ice cave where the wampa is
1: i have a uh, problem with the cloud city one because the uh the han and carbonite is the rug and so you gotta step on the poor That's <laughs> great
0: yeah there's yeah. a rug and it's Han frozen carbonite <laughs> and then the bed looks like it's made out of clouds and they've got ground effects lighting underneath it that one, so that is it's like cool. you're floating on a heavenly bed
3: weird but also cool
0: <laughs> yeah um Other rooms include, uh, there's one uh, located on the planet of Mustafar, so you can fall asleep inside a volcano, I guess. Uh, (laughs) Isn't
3: that what everyone wants to do?
0: Well, that's Darth Vader's planet. That's where his his
1: castle is. His castle is. That's why I I saw that when I was like, oh, that's the one I want.
0: (laughs) Of course. Uh, (laughs) There's a Dagobah swamp. (laughs) Um, I like the Endor-themed room. (laughs) That looks like the Ewoks <laughs> huts. that has got like a little thatched roof over the headboard and oh, it looks cute. like you're up in the trees. Wow! Somebody, really uh, There's a couple of pod racer out. beds that are like, really? But of course, the big hit is going to be the Naboo room. <laughs> Where all the magic happens. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, angsty, angsty magic. Um, so you can find <laughs> the Star Wars villa on Airbnb. It's available for around two seventy five a night. Uh, and uh, check that out. Cool. Plus, around seven hundred dollars worth of fees. That is insane. <laughs> okay, like that's when I paused. I went, oh, oh, okay. We, you got to pay to turn on the lights. You got to pay to turn on the pool. You got to pay to heat the pool. You got to pay to. <laughs> You're actually paying for the
1: homeowner to just be there in his stormtrooper outfit and just stand in the corner.
0: Well, I mean, that one's <laughs> worth it.
3: <laughs> worth it. Well, my hotel is not really actually that weird. It's kind of a little unusual, uh, but it is a decommissioned military base that's been turned into a beautiful inn. And it actually is really pretty. It's the Presidio. Have you guys ever mm-hmm. heard of the Presidio in San Francisco? Yeah. It sits right on San Francisco Bay and has the perfect view of the Golden Gate Bridge. And it used to be it used to be an army base that was decommissioned right. and it has been turned into the Inn at the Presidio and the Lodge at the Presidio. And it would be a great place to go and stay if you want to visit uh, the Walt Disney Family Museum in San Francisco. You can see out across the bay. You can—I can't tell from this picture, but I think you may be able to see Alcatraz from the lawn.
2: Ooh, oh, fancy!
3: Yeah, it looks really pretty. And I guess they—they—they've ta- taken all of the barracks buildings, and that's where they—that what they turned into hotel rooms. I'm assuming that they spent a little time updating them, and it doesn't <laughs> look like it doesn't Hopefully. feel like you're just <laughs> sleeping in an army
0: barracks. It's an experience. Well, I think from what I read, they've actually been taken because they've been slowly over the years turning different buildings from the fort into different kind of restaurants and shops. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it's things, kind
3: so. of like a whole destination now, and it all sits yeah. within the Golden Gate National Recreation Area. It's 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 really pretty, and the buildings are actually quite pretty. All red brick, red roofed buildings. Yeah, that says they have um, also on the grounds are the Four Fort Point Beer Company.
0: Important. Mm
3: -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Uh, There's a campground on part of it. So if you don't want to stay at the inn and you hate yourself, you can go camping. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Dan.
0: (laughs) You want to really live like a soldier? Yes, that's it. We'll get into one of those travel destinations later. All right. Worry. <laughs> All
2: right.
3: Well, it's, it has been on my bucket list to get out to the Walt Disney Family Museum. So I'm gonna, yes, I'm I might like have to, to just check too. this place out. We'll Absolutely. post a link on our Facebook page. It looks like a really, really pretty area. And you can pretend that uh, you're in the movie, The Presidio.
0: <laughs> yes, I remember that movie. <laughs> or you can climb to the top of the Golden Gate Bridge like on... Uh, James Bond of You to a Kill.
3: Yes. Somebody needs to have <laughs> Keeping some, kind it classy. Of, some kind of James Bond travel experience. I'd be all over that.
1: Nobody's
0: going to uh, mention The
3: Rock? Come on. Preferably. Oh, yeah, that's true. I love that movie. <laughs>
1: it's so you can get down on your knees. bro.
3: It's terrible, but I love it.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> all right. Um I think that's all the travel news that caught our interest this week. Stick around, because after this break, we'll be back with our latest batch of travel trends to help inspire you to get out and explore the world. We'll return after these messages. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your Key to the World Travel vacation planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, Your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Uh our doom buggies have just made the turn past the terrifying grandfather clock at the end of the corridor of doors and into the seance room as the fortune teller's table comes into the view an unexpected but familiar voice rings out and we see that it's not madame leota's head in the crystal ball but heather's railroads and earth ships the great barrier reef These are the latest things you'll want to go see. Let's have a seat around the crystal ball and let Heather show us what's in the cards for travel trends this year.
3: Travel trends in 2020. Well, I've compiled a list and I have to say that there's a bit of a theme running through all of these. We'll see if you guys can can guess it after we've talked about a few. But the first one I wanted to talk about is a trend called slow travel. And this is basically trips that are focusing on conveyances such as trains, boats, buses, things like that instead of air. And then spending a lot of time living like a local instead of visiting major tourist sites. So the idea is that there it's it's a, it's people who want to get away from air travel. And the primary reason for that is because of the environmental impact that air travel has. So a lot of people are finding ways to travel via train, uh, boats. And this would be something other than cruise ships, because if you're trying to get away from the the emissions issue with air, you're probably not going to love a cruise ship. Yeah. Um, little, and then spending big old diesel
0: trains, not much. Yeah.
3: So, uh, there, there were a lot of links through, throughout this trends to, uh, sleeper trains, sleeper trains throughout Europe are a big, big thing. And I, it's kind of something I've always wanted to try. Have any of you, have either of you ever done this?
0: No, not, not, uh, not sleeping, no, not sleeping I've, I've... on a
3: train. Like the last time I think I, well, I've done, we've done some trains from like, um, we took a train last summer from Paris to Switzerland, but it was a, huh. it was about a three-hour trip. No need to
0: sleep on the train. now I've done the Amtrak from Grand Rapids to Chicago, and I've done that. Yeah,
3: I've done that one too. The,
0: that other, the South Shore yeah. Line from South Bend or whatever that is to sh- Chicago, but that's it.
1: Yeah, back when I was a starving college student, I used to take Amtrak all the time out of New York, and I've I've done a, a sleeper train here, but not. Anywhere else with like an
3: actual sleeper car? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a, that's cool. I want to. It, try was, it. I was looking at a lot of these trips in Europe look pretty cool.
1: Yeah, like the the bed was horribly uncomfortable, but the experience was <laughs> the experience itself was nice. I just ended yes. up hanging out in the in the uh, bar car. Most some of, the time, of them so. don't
3: look super glamorous. Like there's a there's a train that goes from Paris across the Alps to Milan and then on to Rome. And some of the pictures I I saw of the bunks. Or like i mean it's a it's a bunk room with bunks stacked three high. It doesn't Ooh. look it just well, doesn't look super comfortable. Yeah. It's not like you know, you've seen if you've seen Murder on the Orient Express or some of those.
1: <laughs> it's not like movies. two giant couches with yes. like, you know, a fireplace. <laughs> You're like wait.
3: or oh last weekend we had a bit of a James Bond marathon and we were watching Casino Royale, the first Daniel Craig version. Mm-hmm. And they, they do a, a sleeper train across Eastern Europe, which, you know, ends in chasing bad guys on top of the train and shooting. But <laughs> they, It starts off with them in a really elegant car, having a fancy dinner, and then retiring to their fancy sleeper cars. I could I could get on board with that.
0: <laughs> well, I've got a slightly less fancy option, uh, a way to see America and literally all all of America, or at least the outside edges of all of America. <laughs> um, yeah. Travel booking site, uh, wander you W A N D E R U. I've never heard of this what page before, um, but they released a guide. It's a map to help you, uh, help you book a trip to go literally around the United States by rail. Um, they're working with Amtrak for this itinerary. Um, if you just stay on the train and don't get off, you can do the entire loop around the country in seven days, and it'll cost less than $1,000.
3: Wow. Really? Um,
0: wow. Yeah. Only seven
3: um, days. I'm surprised by that. That's
0: fast. Yeah. Well, that's if you don't get off you the never train. And there's, at it. yeah, and there's <laughs> section on this
3: train for a week.
0: Sounds like snow right. And, they, and <laughs> they say we admit you'd have to be a special kind of extra to ride forty six hours straight on a train because <laughs> there's some long <laughs> there's some long stretches. It it uh, the route starts from New England down the Eastern Seaboard, um, crosses the Sun Belt. You know, it hits uh, Louisiana over to L A. Huh. Up into Washington over to chicago so but you don't have to do it straight you can get off um it's the kind of thing where you can book your tickets you can get off in a city stay in a hotel for a night or two mm-hmm, mm-hmm, explore the city and then get back on the train the
3: definition of slow travel
0: <laughs> right Just yeah so uh, riding the rails
3: around the united states that's a yeah, find yourself
0: it, trip that's a, totally. Yeah, it says it's some of the most scenic amtrak routes in the country so um it sounds Bonus cool.
3: points for packing all of your things in a little pouch like a hobo and putting it on a stick.
0: <laughs> a, bindle. <laughs> a bindle stick. Yeah. Yes. And you need a Unfortunately, ha- you don't have to ride. Top kind of popped off. You know? yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> You've really tapped into the aesthetic of uh, a, a cigar that you never light nine-year-old but it's like broken. <laughs> Fingers cut off the gloves.
1: Fingerless gloves and like like one of those old like frock shirts it's like a dicky but it's like rolled up in the front. <laughs>
0: <laughs> one of the toes of your boots is open like yeah like,
1: the top see of the I've, I've thought a lot about being a hobo so <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah.
3: you've really curated quite the Me list of
1: this is a hobo in toontown obviously but
0: like, yeah. it's <laughs> not like a real hobo but you know. the best kind of hobo it's yeah. <laughs> a lot less unsavory <laughs>
3: Well, this, this, well, I will segue into the next travel trend on the uh, (laughs) off of the hobo (laughs) essay there. Let's get off the hobo. (laughs) Yeah. And the next one I wanted to talk about is green travel. So, this is really due to a huge increase (laughs) in climate change awareness that's driving a big demand for more environmentally friendly travel options. Uh, Carbon offsetting is a huge thing in in the travel industry these days. And the definition is that it's a reduction in carbon or other greenhouse gas emissions to compensate elsewhere. So basically the idea is that you can buy carbon offsets when you're flying, for example. There's a website called cooleffect.org, and they will donate you can make a donation to offset your plane travel, basically, and they will put all of that money into carbon reduction projects around the world. So they have this little uh, this little calculator where you can put in, this is where I'm going, and they'll calculate for you how many tons of carbon emissions your flight is going to cost. And then you can donate uh, an, an amount of money that they'll spend on offsetting that trip. Uh, There's kind of some debate over whether offsetting doesn't really work. Are you really are you really doing anything when you do this? I mean, I guess my opinion of it would be it's always good to donate to projects that are trying to clean up the globe and and reduce carbon emissions. So it's not a harmful thing to do. But is it really I mean, you're doing you're doing better
1: than if you didn't. I mean, you yeah, would still be taking the trip, you know? So. Exactly.
3: That's kind of, I think that's kind of the, the feeling for most people yeah. on it is that it's, you're still, you're still doing the thing that is causing tremendous it, amount of greenhouse gas
2: emissions uh, but it kind
0: of it kind of feels like walt disney world shifting around uh, artificial swamps every time they build so that they maintain the level of of wetland uh yeah, that they yeah it is kind with, of along you know?
3: that track uh, other things in this area that are, are becoming really popular are people seeking out environmentally friendly hotels um this has a has driven uh, the hotel industry to get rid of the single use plastics. That's uh, that's been a big thing in the news lately. Plastics uh, at ho- from hotels and cruise ships and Walt Disney World recently went to this and mounting the the big refillable bottles of shampoo and conditioner in the showers, even in the deluxe hotels. <laughs> Uh, Virgin Voyages just announced that instead of using key cards on their ships, they're going to use bands made from recycled ocean plastic. and there, they there's a little picture of it there it it looks like a little it's kind of like a little transmitter and then it's hooked onto a cute little metal anchor and then something that's sort of uh, Honestly, looks a little bit like a thin bungee cord.
1: I was hoping you would get like a six pack <laughs>
0: ring or something, you
1: know, ocean plastic oh, so, yes.
0: with with a bird stuck
2: in one of you those, know, <laughs> like a turtle a hanging off the other, end. Like, please, <laughs> just let me well, so out. it'll be
3: a it'll be a little RFID piece, basically, and it will. You'll, it sounds magical. It is magical <laughs> and bandage. Weird. It yeah. will be for boarding the ship, opening cabins. <laughs> And it will be how the servers will find you when you use your little shake for champagne app. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Got to tie into it's that. <laughs> yes, yeah. but
3: then so their their little shtick on it is that it is made from six grams of marine and coastal plastic, which is about the equivalent of a water bottle. Hmm.
0: All right. I was just going to look up how much is six grams because it sounds like a very small amount.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's not a lot. Um, In addition to not using plastic key cards, Virgin Voyages has already announced that there will be no single-use plastics whatsoever on their ships. No straws, no water bottles, no shopping bags. This one is a little bit interesting. They also will not have a buffet of any kind on their ships. Which they say will eliminate food waste.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Makes sense, love. The, the other cruise lines are limiting the number of entrees that you can order for right. similar yeah. reasons. The, but aren't they gonna yeah.
1: have to have like a much larger weight staff?
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean that's it's kind of a bold move. Who's ever been yeah. on a cruise with no buffet, right? That is yeah, that's surprising. <laughs> Uh, they're also going to do things like have it using LED lights and having sensors in the room so that you can't accidentally leave your lights on when you leave the room. Other cruise ships have that, but the, you have to put a plastic card in a in the light switch. And honestly, all you have to do is just leave the plastic card in there, so
2: yeah. you can still right.
3: end up leaving your lights on.
1: I've done it a few times. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of like green travel, have you guys ever he- heard of woofing?
3: Woofing,
1: <laughs> woofing—is this something
3: uh, a dog does?
1: Well, in in, <laughs> in some contexts, yes. Um, Uh-oh. it's it's w w o o f i n g. So it's w
3: o o. Okay.
1: It, it comes from the Worldwide Opportunities on Organic Farms, which is um, a oh. program. Where you essentially, it's essentially like a work exchange. Um, you you get go to be to, a
3: farmhand? Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. You go
1: to woof.net and they have a gigantic network of organic farms um, all huh. over the world. And they have opportunities and you can basically volunteer to work. And while you're there, you work for food and your accommodations. And it's basically it, the program sustains uh, or fosters sustainable farming
0: And yeah, so you can go to like
3: a a great a great cause, and I'm going to say no. Thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I'd like to provide a counterpoint. (laughs) I'd like to provide a counterpoint to the greatness of this because (laughs) uh,
3: because
0: some people would tend to say instead of all of these privileged white american kids coming and playing farmer that's totally why don't why don't why don't we put some resources into helping the people who already live there uh yeah. more successfully sustainably farm their land providing them with jobs if you can come up with a cool name like woofing for it maybe. Yeah. it's all about that's
2: branding dude thing
3: about that that's appealing
1: yeah,
0: I guess. I don't know. <laughs> A lot of
1: hippie kids like, we're doing woofing this summer, man. This is going to be great. Where are you woofing? I don't know. We're going to help people. What people? I don't know. We're going to
3: <laughs> go
0: pull some weeds. It doesn't man. matter. It feels good. <laughs> <laughs> they need our help, man. Have you guys ever heard of Earthships? An Earthship?
1: You mean like Earth. Spaceship Earthship? The grand and miraculous
3: <laughs> spaceship <laughs> earth. <laughs> what the heck is an earth ship?
0: An earth ship is a crazy living space. It's um it's a house that is made they try to focus on making it out of as much recycled material as possible, but then they also build it into the ground. And okay. so a lot of times... So usually <laughs> usually at, like they're usually long, long skinny Buildings Like a ranch house, imagine okay. that that one of the long sides is in the side of a hill and the roof might be covered with dirt. Also. Are we talking I like think, a hobbit village with this? I think the word you're looking for is <laughs> hole. Of. There's a hole in the ground that you're saying? Uh, yeah, but <laughs> sort of, sort of. And then and then the other the other long wall is usually built facing uh, what south and it's all windows. They have uh, solar panels all over the place. They Operate off the grid for electrical and heating. They usually have big gardens. Um, A lot of times, the outer walls are made out of adobe or like dirt reinforced with recycled tires and stuff. Um, They're supposed to be super green ways to um, to live, heat and power your house. Um, They're really popular, like in the desert. New Mexico, Arizona has a lot of them.
2: Mm, And
0: I've never heard of that. Yeah, they're super cool. Well, I'll, I'll put up some pictures because they're they're all weird, kind of futuristic looking. Um, I've seen one um, near where some of my family lives in Ohio, and it's just it's so weird because it's just this giant mound of dirt with windows on one side of it, and uh, so I mean they get their light and a lot of heat you know from like greenhouse effect basically but anyway so i've got another wacky hotel another wacky hotel for y'all you can find this on airbnb and it's the spectacular taos earthship huh. and it looks like there's it looks like there's a little community of these earthship houses in taos new mexico new mexico yeah and we'll throw up a link um it's, it's not very big. It's a one one king bedroom house. This one's got like a full full kitchen and it actually has a TV and Wi-Fi available. But um, gorgeous views of the New Mexico desert and it's all adobe and dirt and funky southwestern pottery inside and stuff. So <laughs> it looks like something out of like Star
1: Trek The Next Generation, like all the buildings whenever they visit a planet. Oh yeah,
3: Yeah, you're right. It totally does.
0: Weird. Yeah, and there's lots of like curved (laughs) walls, and yeah, it's very organic looking. So they're pretty cool. Hmm.
3: Huh. Interesting.
0: I don't get the ship part. Like, yeah, that was still. I was waiting for you to say, you and the then ship. they blast off. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh yeah, no, that's like I don't know the the weird hippie guy who first invented that kind of structure decided to call them Earth ships. Like, you're what? A hippie
2: came know. up with this idea? No, what? stop
0: it. Yeah. yeah, the idea dates back to the '70s. Of we're
1: gonna go yes. woofing in an Earth ship, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <Yeah. laughs>
3: (laughs) Let's combine those two. We can make (laughs) thousands of dollars. Well, then the next thing I wanted to bring up is last chance travel, which is the idea that there are places on the planet that you need to hurry to see because climate change is threatening to destroy them. Probably figured out that there's a lot of climate change awareness thread running through these 2020 travel trends. I was going
1: to say the theme is the earth is on fire. The theme
2: is <laughs> we're all, all going to die.
3: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the planet is burning. And so you need to go see place places like Glacier Bay, uh, glaciers in general,
2: uh-huh. um,
3: the Great Barrier Reef, uh, Antarctica and the Arctic, the Galapagos Islands, Machu Picchu, even places like Iceland and Greenland and yeah. places with a lot of The reindeer of, are uh, in trouble. Yeah, exactly. Where So what's on your bucket list of places that you want to see that is being threatened by climate change? One for me that I've never seen and I've always wanted to visit is Venice, Italy.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I was going to say that, one's, yeah. that one seems like the most high profile one for it sure. It is very high profile
3: know? right now, not only from climate change, but also really from over tourism. So it's a little mm-hmm. bit of yeah. a... It's a little bit of a really. I really want to go, but I feel guilty about doing it.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Yeah, I know. I feel like if I don't, if I don't see Alaska before it's gone, with it being as relatively close as compared to the other destinations. That, oh,
3: definitely. Yeah. Alaska is on my bucket list, and then Glacier Bay. I want to see blue ice. Is that weird? Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> I see all these pictures of glaciers. I think most of them are usually from places like Glacier Bay in Alaska, and they're just. Like it, the snow and the ice almost look blue.
0: I want to see it's where amazing. they amazing i got to I got to visit a a glacier in um Austria when I went oh, on cool. a trip there after eighth grade, and it's unbelievable it's, it's a because it's such a big piece of
2: ice. yeah it's a giant, piece but
0: yeah, of the ice. color is the color is pretty amazing. I want to see where they get all the designs for the water bottles. <laughs> yes. I'd like to visit L.A. one more time before it splits off of the mainland. It, it becomes an ocean. inaccessible island filled with all of our uh, worst criminals. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It'll happen in New York first. Don't worry.
3: <laughs> the, the Great Barrier Reef looks beautiful, but I've always mm-hmm. had sort of – Uh, mixed feelings about visiting Australia, because basically everything there wants to kill you and can Mm -hmm. kill you. Is it
0: the snakes or the giant spiders that bother you? all of it. They have
3: all of the scary snakes. It's
0: giant spiders riding riding on snakes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! But on the other hand, they also have quokkas.
3: This is true. Excuse me? I would love to... have Do you know what a quokka is?
0: What's a quokka? Oh, we it's the show cutest you little rodent a you've ever seen. It's, uh, Q-U-O-K-K-A. Right. Google, Google it yeah. right now, Jess. <laughs> it's the cutest little animal and it always looks like it's smiling. Yes, they're very happy.
3: But the, the one interesting Oh, that's
0: a fact... Muppet, y'all. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, my God.
3: One yeah. fun thing, though, that I've read about quackas is that um, if they have... Uh, babies and they are threatened by a predator they will throw their babies at the predator so that they can
2: escape i have
3: the we same you can
1: always move. make more
3: <laughs> exactly
1: like give me all your money <laughs> <laughs> take my
0: baby oh Oh, but they always look happy they look like they're smiling they do they that's because so they know that they're not going to get eaten get yes. the <laughs> <laughs> i'll give you my baby <laughs> yeah oh, i just I found mean, a
1: picture of thor with a quokka so it's...
0: Oh, <laughs> that's oh between quokkas and wombat poop that pretty much pretty much redeems yes uh...
3: but then of course you could also visit new zealand which has no snakes so
0: true but they have hobbits
3: and hobbits but no Win-win. Quokkas. Win-win. <laughs> so it's hobbits are cute too yeah. <laughs> oh iceland and greenland both named because iceland is green greenland is (laughs) iceland is very nice and greenland is
0: covered with ice thank you d2 the mighty ducks (laughs) (laughs) i learned that geography lesson wow and i never ever will forget it
3: (laughs) Uh, antarctica and the arctic uh, Mm. i live in a really snowy place i don't (laughs) i can go see penguins at the zoo
1: I just don't like the cold. So.
3: yeah, those two are are not for me, but I guess I can see the 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 appeal. I, there's a lot of uh, uh expedition small cruise ships popping up that are going to places like that. So those are those are really popular right now because of the sense of urgency for visiting those places. The Scenic Eclipse not only goes to places like that, they they also have their own onboard submarine. So you can take a little excursion underneath a glacier.
0: That's some James for well the low,
3: low price of a hundred thousand dollars.
0: <laughs> that just sounds terrifying. Yeah. That's asking—that's asking for a disaster movie. <laughs> Put me in and a they, tin can and, and shove me. They have a in the
3: helipad ocean. and their own helicopter. <laughs> I know, some some of our hosts who aren't with us today have a strict no helicopters policy.
1: <laughs> I have a no helicopter policy. Yeah. As well. <laughs> Yeah.
3: Well, moving on to the next one is pet-friendly travel. More and more travelers want to bring their pets along on vacation. So a lot of hotel chains are starting to adopt pet-friendly policies. Kimpton Hotels, I love Kimpton Hotels all uh, in the first place. They're great. Uh, a lot of them are sort of boutiquey style hotels, but they are are pet friendly. And not only that, they will, when you check in with your dog, they always have a little gift pack for your dog. That's like some treats and a little dog bowl. Uh, Lowe's hotels are all pet friendly. I found a site called Mm bringfido.com that has a little tool where you type in where you want to go and they will bring up all of the pet friendly options in that city. So I thought that was pretty cool. I have I'm a cat person, and there's no way my cats would care to travel anywhere. So this yeah. this one's not really my thing. You guys both have dogs. Do you ever travel with your dogs?
1: I don't. I love my dog, but <laughs> I, there's just no way I could. I don't know. He we have a really great kennel that he goes to, and he absolutely loves to go there. So it's like he gets his own vacation. That's his
3: vacation. Yeah. It's his doggy spa. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's nice. But yeah, he's he's too dumb. I can't travel with him. <laughs> he's just too dumb. So
3: I don't know whether Sonic would do well traveling, Dan. Right? He's a little.
0: I, I mean, he's really good at sitting in the passenger seat of my pickup truck. There and... you go. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's a high
1: bar you got going.
0: <laughs> we can ride. We can ride on down the road to the.
3: If I had a little the... dog, I think you yeah. know that one that could fit under in a little carrying case under the seat in front of me on an airplane i might be more likely to travel with a pet
1: i would do yeah. that yeah but my dog's 45 pounds yeah so there's no way i'm getting him <laughs> on Big the airplane. dogs
3: are in hot yeah. <laughs> then you have to unfortunately have to we just
0: covered was that last week or the week before that they're they're oh, going yeah. to make it harder for you to do this kind of travel right
3: oh yeah exactly because they're they're getting they're tightening up the laws around um uh, emotional support animals
0: <laughs> no more support ferrets no. on plane.
3: <laughs> if you want to travel with your ferrets you're going to have to rent an rv
1: <laughs> i want an emotional support quokka that thing is <laughs> yes that would be pr- now that <laughs> would be an emotional support how can you not smile looking at that thing? exactly exactly Sorry, I'm you'll just... never be sad
2: again i'm enamored
3: my grandparents like to travel with their dogs, so but they, they have an RV and they just drive everywhere. My grandfather doesn't really love to fly, so that works yeah. out well for them. That helps, yeah. Next up would be popular destinations that are trending for 2020 are places in Eastern Europe. There's a huge growing interest in places like uh, Croatia, Macedonia, Albania. I've always wanted to visit Croatia. I've heard that it's just an absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous country. But I've the only place I've visited in Eastern Europe is Turkey. <laughs> visited mm. uh, Ist- uh, not Istanbul, but um,
0: Constantinople.
2: Th-
3: yeah, <laughs> I wish <laughs> uh, Ephesus on the other side of the cut.
0: Excuse me. God <laughs> <laughs> <can> bus
1: you. <laughs> yes. And didn't they um, didn't they film um, like Game of Thrones out there?
3: Yes, Game of yeah. Thrones was all sites in Eastern Europe. That so I know that's a had a great, lot to do with it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then I know they that did would like, be a
3: great trip to put together to all the Game of Thrones filming sites. Oh, I'm sure they've got like yeah, like a pretty good tour or something. And I know yeah.
1: they did the the HBO Chernobyl that was done in Lithuania. So
3: yeah, mm, and yeah. I, we've talked about that on the show previously about uh, that's kind of some of the. Um, underbelly type travel that people want to visit macabre places like Chernobyl and you can do it if you want to. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
3: I don't think I want to, but yeah. <laughs> apparently there are a lot of people who want to visit places like that, but it would also it would. include like, uh, what about a a, a, a Dracula tour in Transylvania or something?
0: That like would that. be great. Yeah. I remember last year there was some, but you could win a, a night at Dracula's castle. There's a, Sweepstakes from some travel company or other. Yes,
3: I great. would be down
0: for that. I've got another location in Transylvania that is just, just great. Oh, let's hear it. <laughs> it's called Arsenal Park, oh. and it's a, uh, it's an outdoor amusement theme park. Um, built literally on an old arsenal and munitions factory. Oh no! <laughs> uh, Thank you. <laughs> in Transylvania, they, they used to produce explosives, landmines, and and ammunition. And now they they call it a four star resort. What? Uh, looking at the pictures on their website, I'm questioning like what years rubric they use. This is like a this
3: Soviet definition
1: yeah
0: that's transylvania <laughs> four stars that's all that's not yeah. the same as american four stars <laughs> right so but let's talk about what they've got on the grounds is a military museum where they've just got random jets and tanks and all right. artillery pieces just parked around that you can go look at that's pretty cool um uh, they, 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 their aqua park is aqua a, park. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's 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 a swimming pool, guys, and it is it's it's not a nice swimming pool. It's, it's like uh, it's like the military base swimming pool that they have, uh... <laughs>
3: and they call it an aqua park.
0: Uh-huh. I love it. Um, <laughs> how about they've got an old decommissioned water tower, and you can they call it power jumping? You
3: can go jump it's, into the water tower.
0: No, you jump off of the tower. Oh. <laughs> all right. It's not a bungee jump so much as you're just on a rope, so it's kind of like rappelling, <laughs> but you just slide down the rope. So they just tie a oh, rope ow. on you and they throw you off, basically. This yeah sounds basically. amazing. Now you go uh, down the hill. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, but this, you can go to the shooting range and try out all kinds of military-style uh, rifles and handguns. There's an archery range where the picture, the picture of... The person enjoying this activity, he's in full-on battle fatigue.
1: <laughs> with this you know they got a lot of old dudes dressed in battle fatigue showing I up absolutely. to that place. <laughs> um, uh,
0: yeah. Uh, so let's see. Oh, there's a couple other highlights that I wanted to talk about. Oh, um, armored armored vehicle rides. Whoa, of course. <laughs> All right. They have some some 1960s-era uh, Romanian Swedish and Danish troop carriers oh. <laughs> <laughs> that you can go ride around. This place sounds magical. The park. They also have. They got mini golf. <laughs> they have mini golf. I <laughs> just saw mini <it>. golf. <laughs> they have. What? They have just... as an attraction military training where they <laughs> take you out into the woods and you run through. You know. You know the the obstacle course. Uh, that they run through in, like, um full metal jacket. Yes, yeah. <laughs> where where, where the, the drill instructor's yelling at them and they're climbing over walls and going under nets and stuff. You can pay good money to put on a gas mask and run oh, through the no. obstacle course for an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> wow
1: and what um, apparently i just stumbled while i'm looking at this site i just stumbled that they have an, an amphitheater and it looks like they have a fashion show that happens in the amphitheater along with mm-hmm. awesome. giant guns and whatnot
0: <laughs> yeah um, this sounds fun ball field skate park skating rink outdoor skating rink the conference room is a cafeteria that dismal <laughs> to <laughs> it's, it's just amazing, guys. <laughs> it's a weird wow. Soviet era. It's it's amazing.
3: This absolutely just sounds like a, just some that was something that was dreamed up by a, some Soviet military general.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, let's just say it's it's now on my bucket list for my trip to Romania. <laughs> especially now that i've seen the playground wow all right uh-huh. did you see how they describe what happens on the playground where it prepares children's children for the types of movements that they would need to use in the field, yeah.
1: in the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what's what's great about this is if you go to their website you've got everything they offer and it's like you know multifunctional sports field treasure hunt archery amphitheater and then right at the bottom bicycle
3: bicycle
1: (laughs) it's just bicycle one hour bicycle
0: (laughs) to rent yeah
1: (laughs) it doesn't say anything about it just apparently you get a bicycle for an hour
0: (laughs) now you ride your bike The entertainment center is this big empty room with one pool table, one dartboard, and a little table with a laptop on it to access the internet. To tell somebody you need help and to come and get you. Oh, I feel bad about it. Well, we've alienated our Transylvanian audience. But Somewhere an Arsenal
1: Park employee just turned off his iPhone and
3: cried. <laughs> Well, and on that note, the next thing I had to talk about was is uh, budget air travel. Mm-hmm. The expansion of basic economy and low-cost carriers is going to be a huge trend continuing into 2020. Uh, even the big airlines are getting in on this now and offering basically an unbundling of fares where you get – all you really get is a place to sit. <laughs> you have to pay oh. – extra for anything else that you want. And I, don't know, I have mixed feelings about this. That kind of thing is good for short trips. But if you're trying to fly to Europe on in basic economy, it just sounds
0: miserable to me. Yeah, and does this include the trend of like, some of have you seen some of these experimental seats that they're <laughs> yes. trying out that look like like some of them look like bicycle seats yes like you're or sort the of ones s- that that standing. force you to stand half off yes. when you're crouching there is absolutely
3: no way I mean I guess if you were commuting on a business trip from New York City to Washington D C or something on a quick trip like that maybe but. I've flown
1: Spirit once. I flew it down to Orlando, which is a, a two-hour nonstop flight for me. That's and not too bad. It's not. It's not bad. But I. I don't think I'll ever do it again. Like it, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't as bad as as riding a Greyhound, but it was <laughs> similar to riding <laughs> yeah, a Greyhound. Yeah. You know. And yeah, it, comparatively, to, if you compare it, most of the time for me to Southwest or JetBlue, after you add all the fees in, that they're not you know, charging you for immediately, it's, it's the same price. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah,
3: we did some, uh, some low cost carriers in Europe. Uh, we, we flew Ryanair from, from Paris to Dublin and that wasn't bad. Uh, do you guys remember when Ryanair was talking about the idea that they were going to make people pay to use the toilet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You'd have to put like a, a euro coin in the to get in to use the toilet.
2: That's so weird.
3: That's kind of extreme unbundling of fares.
2: Yeah. You
1: can't
3: even pee. <laughs> that's that's a little too much for me. Yeah. But it certainly does open up a, a lot of destinations for people who maybe wouldn't have... have Thought about flying? It's not my favorite trend. <laughs> I no,
0: I mean even honestly, after the last couple of times I've flown, I'm getting tired of even just Southwest. Yeah, I'll Southwest back, so. out
3: of out of Grand Rapids lately has not been any cheaper than one of the
0: major carriers. And and I'd rather pay for the for slightly better accommodations on yes. a major carrier. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Southwest makes up for it in the jovial nature of their employees, I have to
3: say. That is true. The, the customer mm. service associated with the Southwest is great. We unfortunately haven't had the greatest of scheduling options out of Grand Rapids late, lately, so I've been yeah. avoiding them. But I do, I do really love it. Uh, there's a lot of people who um, really swear by JetBlue.
1: I love JetBlue. That's the one I tend to take every time we I go to Orlando. We don't have that
3: option out of out of our area. We'd have to drive to Detroit for JetBlue. But mm. I've I've heard that it's a great airline.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of space in the seats, which is really nice. And the prices are – I mean, I can fly round trip to Orlando for 200 bucks or less year-round usually. yeah. yeah.
3: So. And you're getting good service and it's comfortable. That's yes, nice. very much. That's so. what I worry about with some of the low-cost carriers like um, – spirit and sun country is they don't have great records for being on time there's a lot of delays um with sun country at least from our airports they only fly a couple times a week so if you have (sighs) have your flight canceled because of weather or whatever you're not getting out probably for another few days Is it Mm -hmm. what is it,
1: Frontier that only flies like certain days of the week? I believe
3: Frontier in a lot of places is the same, yeah. And they tend to go to some of the non major airports, which in, Mm -hmm. in most places is okay. Uh, if you're talking about a Walt Disney World trip and you're flying into Sanford, then you can't use Magical Express, and now you've got to add that cost on, and that eats up some of what you saved.
0: Pretty much all of what you saved, yeah. to be honest, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Uh, some other, I just had a few other kind of miscellaneous things that I that I thought I'd throw out there. Um, this one kind of sounds like my worst nightmare. It's um, adult children traveling with their parents. <laughs> what do you guys think of this one?
0: <laughs> Damn millennials. So uh, sign just... you
3: up for a trip with mom and dad. Would I'd rather you take my jet?
0: dog. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
3: yes. <laughs> Just
1: kidding. Love you, Mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she I does listen to the
0: show.
3: <laughs> I can't get on board with that one. No thanks.
1: Uh, yeah, I. Ooh, yeah. It's. That just seems. <laughs> it just yeah. seems difficult. I can't you know, I it can come up with a nice way going, to say I that. Think. I know
3: a lot of people who do this, um, but it tends to be more of like. Uh, Trip to Walt Disney World and and Grandma and Grandpa are coming along. That yeah, sort of thing. Right. I can't. I, I can't see the. You know. Hey, let's let's fly to Paris and bring along Mom and Dad. I don't know.
0: Right. Well, what what age adult children are you talking about, and and where are you planning on going?
2: Yeah. yeah. It's
0: like when my kids are in their twenties, I don't want to go anywhere with them. Exactly. I don't think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when I'm when I'm very elderly and there may maybe you know, slightly more mature. Taking care of you on vacation. Then you're just not going to want to go anywhere at any time. (laughs) I'll I'll sit down in Branson, Missouri and watch uh, Andy Williams tribute show. (laughs) It'll be done by robots by that time. But, you know, it's everything I want in life. (laughs) Really?
3: (laughs) What about last minute vacations? I can't travel like that. You can't do it.
1: I can't do it. I mean, if, if a trip, A rose, I would take it, but I can't just on a whim say, I'm going to leave next week. But I've had clients that have contacted me within two, three weeks of when they want to go. And, you know, I've put their trips together and they've gone and been very happy. So
3: what if you saw like a super amazing round trip airfare to Paris, France for two days from now? Would you do it? I got other things to do. Though. I would totally right. Yeah, do that. that's the
0: thing. I wish I could, but there's oh, yeah. too much. I, yeah, you have I too many stuff. children. Well, yeah. That's the thing. well, that's yes. No <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jess. I happen to like my children. <laughs> you know what your problem well, I, is? <laughs> for some reason, there was a stretch of time in my like mid twenties when I had the money that I could have been traveling. But for some reason, it didn't occur to me that you just didn't I'm an adult and it? I can go places now when I want to. <laughs> and at that time of my life, yeah, I totally could have said, OK, I'm going to go tomorrow and take, you know, and
3: you didn't take do this do trip. It.
0: And I didn't. <laughs> and I wish I had. But. What's
3: the weirdest place you've ever traveled before you had kids? Weirdest? Yeah. I know your brother has some stories about, uh, oh, doesn't well, he, yeah, he I go mean, to
0: Mongolia? Yeah. Yeah, he got stuck in Mongolia and (laughs) lost his passport. And yeah, that was yeah, that's a saga that we might have to we might have to figure out a way to to.
3: I really uh, want to hear that that. story.
0: Yeah. No, (laughs) but he probably didn't
3: do the Mongolia trip last minute.
0: No. Yeah. No, that was they planned for a long time because there was there was a whole plan for that. (laughs) And and the same thing, like I I took that motorcycle trip. You know, out to Yellowstone, eleven days on motorcycle, but that wasn't last minute. We spent like almost a year planning Mm -hmm. that. So the most,
3: the the thing that would most qualify for me, closest qualify, I think it was about two or three weeks out. We found great. uh, That was before we had kids. We found two hundred and fifty dollar round trip tickets to Paris and had never been. And so we just we, we just went. I think it was maybe maybe two weeks before. But the problem with that was, of course, you're you get stuck with whatever seats are left on the airplane. It uh-huh. was my first trip to Europe, and we were stuck on the middle seats of a big <sighs> wide body jet, and it was miserable.
2: <laughs> uh, ugh.
1: Yeah. That's a nightmare. I have to it always was a be fun on the trip aisle. <laughs> in
3: Paris, but ugh, getting there and getting home was awful. That you get what you pay for. That's two hundred and fifty dollars. Ra- trip to a plane ticket to Europe you're you're not going to be comfortable no
0: no and that's what you see a lot of those stories about these young people who are traveling all over the place especially they're like Spending a year traveling or something and backpacking—it's like you're doing this last. You, you, you're getting what you're paying for mm-hmm. out of the experience, yeah. and then they end up, you know, begging for money on the streets of Calcutta. <laughs>
3: <What>? <laughs> Doesn't sound like a fun vacation experience. <laughs> this, no, it, it is an vacation. experience, but
0: <laughs> right, <laughs> yes, not a vacation.
3: So the last thing I wanted to talk about was uh, the Summer Olympics. Of course, are coming up July 24th through August 9th in Tokyo. And uh it's starting to become a little bit of an issue with uh, jitters over the coronavirus. They're starting to see um, the, the demand for uh, accommodations and things around the games is dropping precipitously from people in the West. and it could it could be an issue if this continues. Through the summer,
1: yeah, yeah, it's because um, they've got the cruise ship going right now that's been quarantined.
3: Yeah, this stuff that you know, the, some of this stuff keeps happening, and um, unfortunately, there's there's some overreaction that that's happening. Royal Caribbean announced yesterday that they're no longer allowing <sighs> anyone who has a Chinese, Hong Kong, or Macau passport to sail on their ships no matter where they live or where they have been.
0: Yeah, that's somebody's going to lose their job over that policy because that's just – that's not – It's
3: a complete overreaction. Somebody who is of Chinese descent who's been living in the United States for the last year and hasn't set foot in mainland China is going to be barred from – their ships just because they're Chinese.
0: (laughs) I mean, at what point do we start, you know, opening up camps?
3: Exactly. That's exactly what it made me think of last night when I read that story. It's it's It's,
0: ridiculous. It's, it's
3: it's despicable really. And I'm, I'm kind of horrified that they did that. Uh, There is, that is true. There is a cruise ship uh, quarantine in Yokohama Bay right now because uh, they're worried about, some passengers. Um, what this ends up, uh, we talked about this last week and the week before. Uh, what it ends up being every time is somebody with the flu. It's, yep. it's not even the coronavirus.
0: Well, and, then, related, and it's so. kind of
3: startling that they'll be like, "Oh, it was just the flu. Y'all can go and spread the flu." <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's
3: just as bad, but we're not. Uh-huh. But we're not scared by it. Um, yeah, the there there I read an article on CNN that the the organizers are starting to get uh, uh pretty worried that countries are going to not want to send their athletes. Um I mean, the Olympics is a huge huge undertaking that the yeah. when any town that gets awarded the Olympics spends hundreds of millions of
0: dollars preparing I mean, for it. I mean, these people willingly went to brazil and did you see what the swimming pool looked like so maybe let's, yeah. let's chill out about being next door to where this virus is yeah you know?
3: and maybe you know wash your hands a lot yeah <laughs> yeah so i guess that's something that uh we'll keep watching uh, i'm curious no. to see our
0: good, good friend zach would them. say y'all need to calm down
3: that's right <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is all I had this week for the travel trends for 2020.
1: Yeah, it's going to be an ecologically green year.
3: A very green year. We'll You're have to, to solve we'll have climate to take change. A, let's take a take a gold key adventure society trip to a. Uh, uh, an Earth ship to do some woofing.
0: Let's woof it up! Yo. <laughs> there you yeah. go. It could be a, I'm could gonna be a start, planning retreat. Yeah, going to
3: start work on that retreat immediately.
0: All right, Taos, New Mexico. It looks yeah. beautiful.
3: Uh, we're gonna send. We're gonna send uh, Dave and Jess, and you guys can report back.
0: All right, Ooh, have fun with that. Oh, Dave
3: loves to go camping, so maybe you should be. I woofing love New too. Mexico,
0: also. Yeah, <laughs> sounds right up my alley. <laughs>
3: I'll hold down the fort here while you guys go
0: do some organic farming. In in cold, snowy Michigan. (laughs) Have fun with that decision. Okay. (laughs) Fair point. (laughs) And then the summer humidity. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us again this and every week. Hopefully, we've inspired you to check out some of these exciting new ways to approach travel and see the world from a new and interesting angle. When you're ready to jump on one of these travel trends, we suggest you head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to talk to one of their expert travel advisors about planning the trip of a lifetime. Don't forget to check out themeparkprofessor.com for all the latest theme park news and planning tips. Uh, we'd appreciate it if you tell a friend about one of the fascinating new ways to travel that we talked about this week. And we can't wait to see you again next week. Bye. Don't go to flows. Don't woof at flows.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's time to close this week's gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Thank you so much to each and every one of you for tuning in. If you want to become a member of our band of explorers, all you have to do is subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And while you're there, go ahead and give us a rating and review, won't you? We'll be eternally grateful. It helps other adventurers find us and helps us grow our show.